0: Today on CityCast Houston. It's the holiday season, y'all. The most stressed out time in our stressed out city. The part of the year when we want to get done about six times as much as we actually can, and our nearest and dearest are the most likely to drive us bonkers. Here to help us is Alejandro Chaul, author of the new book Tibetan Yoga and director of the Mind Body Spirit Institute at the Young Center of Houston. He's going to coach CityCast correspondent Entrechelle Dorsey and me on how we can cope better with our own particular stress vests, and also to help you with yours. It's Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston.
1: Ale, Entrechelle, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Lisa. It's great to be here.
1: Oh. Ali, we need you so much. (laughs) Okay, let me
0: go first. Um, My particular source of stress is that, as I am trying to feel close to my family, the people nearest and dearest to me, my extended family on both my side and my husband's side, right now the conversations are turning to QAnon. Just when I thought we had gotten past race and religion and feminism, suddenly I am questioning their grasp of reality and wondering whether anti-vax propaganda is going to endanger the people around them. How can we not just explode over this?
2: It is a difficult one, but um, so one simple formula, I mean, it's, it's simple to speak about, sometimes it's harder to do. It's called the stop formula. And the STOP formula, it's an acronym.
0: S-T-O-P.
2: Yeah, and so when we realize that we're gonna say something that we don't want, we stop. And so in a way, (laughs) what we're doing is disengaging from that arising energy, but then there's more. Then the T is, now I take a deep breath. So Mm. after I stopped and disengaged, now, I re-engage with the best of myself, I breathe deeper. And as I take that deep breath, the O is I'm open. Open and I observe. I observe myself and all those bubblings that are occurring. And so probably I'm not gonna go yet to the P of preceding my next event. What I'm doing is I'm going back to the T and taking another deep breath and resting kind of below the diaphragm into the abdomen, and just notice how I feel there with the O and being open. And maybe I'm ready for the last letter P to proceed and just engage in a more smiling face, even if what they're saying is not what I agreed on.
0: We can have just a really long pause <laughs> in the conversation.
2: Yes. When I was a kid in Argentina, we used to say that by being silent, we're actually giving them the, that they are right. I don't believe that anymore. I think that if we're silent, we're also giving a moment of just resting both in ourselves and not necessarily agreeing with what they're saying. Just, you know... You have your position, I have mine, I'm not gonna fight you for that.
0: So when I get to P, proceeding, maybe I can change the topic or just move on?
2: Yeah, what we say, uh, sometimes it's, let's talk about the weather. <laughs> or or, <laughs> or, or, yeah. or let's talk about things where we do agree, right? So many times, wherever yeah. we are in the political spectrum, usually we still you know, love the kids in the same way. Love the family. So, you know, it's a holiday season. We just come from Thanksgiving, so we had some practice. Um, a lot of the holidays is, uh, for many of us, less about the religious part and more about being together. So what are the things that bring us more together rather than focus on all those things that bring us apart?
1: Okay. That's my good. meditation place. That's good. I got my game face on. That's good. I'm Trichelle. Listen. One thing that I'm trying to manage this holiday season is how to, not just the power of saying no, but accepting the aftermath of after I say no, or after I stand up for myself with my family. So Alejandro, how do we overcome that feeling bad for standing up for ourselves?
2: I think we can say, this is my stance, and this is what I believe, what I do is I reflect on my positions. And if I feel that that strikes a chord inside where, you know, whether others think the same as me or not, whether even my close friends and family members think the same as me or not, this is my position. And I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying this is where I stand and where I feel comfortable, not only today, but where I feel that I'll feel comfortable in, you know, a few years when I look back to my stance. And if I have to change it, I'm open to change it.
1: I love that. So you've now given me permission to tell Aunt Ruthie that she cannot make the dressing for Christmas because it was watery. And in the past, I loved her dressing, (laughs) but now I don't like it. And you're, I'm going to... You're not to, into watery dressing. I don't want watery dressing. I don't want it. I want the old dressing that she gave me years past. Or I'll just make it myself. But nevertheless, guys. Yeah.
2: Well, do, do you have that old recipe that I loved? You I know?
1: Oh, I oh. like that. Listen. Okay. Did this you see good. how beautiful he made that sound? Okay. I love that. All right. <laughs> Ollie? I am
0: stressed out about gifts. I feel like I've got to buy a whole bunch of gifts and I don't know if I can afford them. And people like Aunt Rochelle are dropping hints that they want a big, fat gift out of me. She wants a really nice microphone. And I don't know where I can get it, supply chains. I don't know, it's stressful. What do I do? How do I, how do I deal with this?
2: I thought we agreed she doesn't need a big mic. But
1: oh, you're on my side, After <laughs> <laughs> <is> loud enough.
2: <laughs> but,
1: we'll talk after this.
2: <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, people are more interested in. It's not about the gift itself. It's about what comes with it. A thought, maybe uh, writing a, a nice card, finding something. I I think one of the main things at least for me is finding something that clicks for them that they that when they open up even if it's just a letter even if it's just a text with many people we may i i know i don't give no? gifts per se <laughs> so much but a, a line something that an emoji that it's a nice emoji that brings yeah. you know oh
0: you're going to get a microphone emoji for christmas on the show i decline <laughs>
1: I don't want that. It'll be a very thoughtful <laughs> microphone emoji. Make sure it sparkles, then I'll be okay.
2: <laughs> so I, I do think that the, both the intention and, and, and thinking thinking of the other, not just what I would like, <laughs> but what the others would like. The other part is we all, uh, I think the majority of us, uh, the, the taste is something, as, as Antrachel was saying about the, the salad dressing, maybe a really good chocolate. Maybe or, or whatever. Maybe that person doesn't like chocolate. Maybe a bottle know, of wine. Bottle of wine. <laughs> there you go. So are you changing? Are you changing the mic for a bottle of wine?
1: No, that was for <laughs> someone else. That was not. She for wants me. that in addition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the in addition. Is growing, the list Ali. Is
1: growing, growing, Yes. This,
0: you see why my stress levels go so high.
1: <laughs> but that, that is a great point. My brother, one year, was an aspiring rapper, and he uh, wrote all of us. 16 bars they were awful but the it was the thought they counted and we loved it we still laugh at that um and needless to say he's not a rapper he's an engineer now and i'm so glad we all told him how they were terrible but yes it was the thought they counted that was great yeah it was terrible but yeah it was a good time but also
0: great. yeah all right ali you have just released a new book tibetan yoga what on earth is Tibetan yoga? How is it different from the vinyasas I'm busting out, Yeah, pop music?
2: So, you know, Tibetan yoga is, it's interesting because it both has a very meditative part. And at the same time, there's parts that are very energetic. So although we call it Tibetan yoga uh, in English, the name in Tibetan is Salong Trungkor, which really means magical movements um, that include the breath, the body and the mind. So the, the, the subtitle of the book, it's Magical Movements of Body, Breath and Mind. And so in the stop formula, S-T-O-P. I was mentioning bringing it lower into her abdomen. This is what we do in most yogas. So breathe lower, uh, diaphragmatic breathing, which allows not only in the length of the breath, but by kind of staying a little bit lower. And so the idea is that it's not just relaxed, but it's also aware. So it's not that relaxed Mm -hmm. that sometimes happens in some of our yoga classes where we get in the Shavasana and we're so relaxed that the mantra for everyone seems to be That went a little too far, right? (laughs) So it's it's good. I mean, at least it's relaxed.
0: Yeah, we're not supposed to sleep.
2: Uh, But maybe too relaxed. So what we want is to sit up and to be maintaining that through these movements, that's why we call them magical movements because they have an experience. You let go, and you rest.
0: And I'm doing that for everything in the universe. For my dog, for For my QAnon-believing in-law, everything. Okay.
2: Exactly. And so what what you could do is, you know, we start where we can, right? So, okay, I can do the the ones that I feel I love now, and then the ones that are neutral, and then the ones feel like enemies, Ah. you know. And so you go... Slowly, slowly, there's a beautiful word in Tibetan, kale, kale, slowly, slowly, expanding that kind of good vibes, your vibes from your heart, in the best of you, expand to all beings.
0: I feel better just hearing that. Me too, kale, kale. <laughs> I think I'll say that a lot this Christmas. Okay, Ale, Count Rochelle. I like to close episodes by getting people to recommend one thing in Houston that they are loving right now. So, show, you go first. What, what is making you happy?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. The one thing that is making me happy is a vegan restaurant called Mo' Better Brews. I am not vegan but this restaurant, it's the real deal. It's at 1201 South Moore, Houston, Texas in the greater heart of Third Ward. It is wonderfully wonderful. It is a vegan (laughs) coffee shop and they have a real record store there. And I mean, everything, everything is vegan. Uh Even the coffee, I had their lavender coffee, lavender and honey coffee, and I asked for regular milk and they had to say, ma'am, this is a vegan restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> you should try the <laughs> almond milk or the oat milk. And I was like, oh, this is for real. Yeah, it is totally. <laughs> so it's no cheating there, but the food was phenomenal. The food was phenomenal. I had their donut hamburger, and it wasn't the real meat. It was the vegan meat. Donut hamburger. Yes, it was a donut hamburger. (laughs) It was amazing. And I was like, this is not real. It's real vegan food. It was phenomenal. You guys should definitely try it. It's on my list. Alec, what about you?
2: What what makes thank, you happy right now? Oh uh, yeah, thank you, Aunt Rochelle. I, I I'm vegetarian, oh. so I'll look on that. What makes me happy um, is actually the renovation of the Rothko Chapel was, was so nice to see and going back there you know it is one of my favorite places i mean and again if you're stressed it's a great place to go and sit it doesn't belong to any particular religion so it's just spiritual without religion or with all religions whichever way you want but it's just such a nice place and the new lighting is just like ah oh, amazing such a great place so i love that they did that and uh, I guess thank you, almost everyone in the city who contributed to to do that because it's such a fantastic oh, that's place. lovely.
0: All right. thanks a lot, Ali. We will have more about Alejandro Chaul's holiday classes and a link to his book in our show notes. All right, it's time for the news. We've got producer Farrell Gibbs to tell us what's going on. Farrell, what's happening in Houston? This out of the Houston Chronicle. A little more than half of the Houstonians who have died from COVID-19 were diabetic. Uh, This is according to a city health department review. Wow, that's a lot. Are people surprised by that? That was actually the word. They were not surprised. That came from the director of the Houston Health Department, Stephen Williams. Houston has a 13.5% rate of diabetes while the national average is 10. So to him, he saw it coming. Is there anything people can do if you're diabetic? Should you take extra precautions or what? It is the same thing that Dr. Hotez said on the show earlier this week. According to the experts, make sure you get your vaccine and make sure you wear a mask. That's it for CityCast Houston today. Sign up for our newsletter if you're not already getting it. It's it, houston.citycast.fm. If you like this podcast, give us a good rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until tomorrow, we'll see you
1: then. Bye. Adios. Oh, it's time to be (laughs) quiet. Sorry, Dana. Okay. You are not good at this part.